You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. You've been watching everything taking place in the news, and it may look like things are going one way, but this is what I know. I know that President Trump, while a lot of us are here playing checkers, often he's playing chess. My next guest thinks so, too. Welcome to the show, Barry Nussbaum. Aloha. Good to be with you, Jay. Aloha. It's good to have you with us. Now, a lot of people are looking at this, including my last guest, Sal, who I really thought might cry when he was on the show. He seemed very demoralized by all this. But uh, the Obamacare repeal and replace battle has sort of been set aside. President Trump said uh, that if the bill didn't pass today, he was moving on, and so he has. What do you think is happening here from a strategic standpoint, Barry? Well, the first thing that we have to remember is Donald Trump is used to being the boss of his own ship. And what happened today, yesterday, and probably the day before, G, is his first experience with negotiation, not across the table with one or two or three people, but several hundred with slightly diverse opinions simultaneously. And I think this is a learning curve for the president in the sense that this is not business as usual in the world of Donald Trump. Uh, He set a deadline. The deadline came and went. Uh, They pulled the bill, uh, probably uh, for right reasons, because it wouldn't have passed, because within the GOP, there were uh, at least two or three factions with very specific agendas that they couldn't all put into one plan. So he said, you know what? Let's walk away. We'll come back to it. Uh, I would have preferred, honestly, if the process had continued in a more uh, traditional sense, um, how legislation is normally done, which is, you know, it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth uh, in meeting, 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 meeting until they finally have a reconciliation. They come up with something that everyone could live with. Trump's got a very long list of other stuff he wants to do. I think that's it. Yeah. I I think that's it. And I think, you know, you look at you look at President Trump and all the way along, Barry, every time anyone thought he was misstepping, turned out, guess what? He wasn't. He had a plan. I think you you do have to know when the negotiation is at a place where you have to get up and walk away from the table. And I sort of see it as as a small victory of sorts in that he definitely has marginalized the uh, effectiveness of Paul Ryan which he can't do verbally. I mean, he can't just go out there and campaign against Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan is his Speaker of the House, for lack of a better term. But he needed to put Paul Ryan in his place, and he needed to show, hey, look, I brought my people to the table. I brought my voters to the table. They were with me on this. Um, Paul Ryan, where are your people? They didn't show up. And now the Democrats wear this like a noose around their neck as it proceeds to implode. And I'm not sure that when we look down the road at things like his tax cut bill, which is next on the agenda, where Paul Ryan is demanding, Barry, that we have some sort of VAT tax or border tax. President Trump has never wanted that all the way along. But he was told, well, you better go along with it because he's Paul Ryan, he's Speaker of the House. I could see, and here's my prediction, Barry, he says, well, Paul Ryan didn't exactly win in our last whole go-round, so I don't know if I want to bring into this the things that Paul Ryan says are really important. What do you think about that, Barry? Well, it's an interesting um, conundrum that, that Trump is in, in the sense that he is the president of the entire United States, but he is the leader of the Republican Party, and his 
um, go-to guy in the House is the Speaker, who's Paul Ryan, who did not deliver. And he had a very long time to work on this, you know? So uh, what's really interesting is if you go back to when we were talking about this, you and I, over the last year on, on the show, Trump ran as a complete outsider. I don't think this is going to attach to him. I don't think this loss today is going to stick to him as it would a traditional party line mm-hmm. Republican or Democrat. I think he's he's going to throw up his hands and say, look, I worked my ass off. Um, the House couldn't deliver their own caucus. So I'm going to go on to the next thing on my list and we're going to circle back. And in the meantime, America, I tried to deliver and your representatives in Congress wouldn't do it. So guess what? Obamacare is the law of the land and we're stuck with it until the Congress comes together on something we can all live with. That's why I don't think this is a loss for Trump as much as it's a loss for Paul Ryan and the caucus leadership. Yeah, no question the Democrats will try to pin this on the president. There's no question about that. They're trying to claim a victory today. It's going to be a pretty sad victory when certainly we watch what happens to Obamacare because by all accounts, even their own accounts, Obamacare is to implode, um, which isn't good for the American people. Although Nancy Pelosi counted it as a major victory for the American people today. It isn't good for the American people, Barry. But here's what I see. Trump all along has been underestimated, has been playing chess while the rest of us were playing checkers. Um, And I just see this as one more thing where Trump said, all right, I know how to negotiate. You know, if they're not willing to bring their people to the table, you cut and you walk. And I think that's what he did. And I think, like you said, this isn't going to stick to him in the long run, no matter how hard everyone tries to. And the nice thing is that he now has the establishment GOP and Paul Ryan in a position where he's saying, you know, I gave you a chance to prove yourselves and you did it. So explain to me why I should listen to you next go around. Yeah, you know, you're right. And and he's got a, a, a very healthy agenda. You know, next up before the tax plan really gets heavy in Congress, quite frankly, is the um, confirmation of Neil Gorsuch uh, as the Supreme Court Justice, which is going to come to a vote very quickly, uh, probably invoking the nuclear option, because, as you know, Chuck Schumer is screaming about we're going to filibuster this. And um, quite frankly, uh, he's going to get Gorsuch and then he's going to work on taxes. He's going to work on the border wall. He's going to work on um, trade restrictions to countries that have unfair trade practices, in his opinion, with the United States. He's got a lot to do, and he's going to keep coming very quickly. I mean, ironically, the the biggest spending package in the recent history of the United States is the infrastructure plan he has for America that the Democrats are in love with and the unions are in love with. And uh, coast to coast, all the organizers of labor are falling all over themselves uh, in the Trump camp. So he's got a lot of victories coming up on his near-term agenda. And this is going to give Paul Ryan, quite frankly, time to circle the wagons, figure out how to build a consensus within the GOP. And my prediction, uh, for what it's worth, they're going to come back to the White House and say, okay, we figured it out. This is what we can deliver a winning vote on. Mr. President, will you take this plan Um, And and would you sign this plan? And they'll come up with something. Look, Obamacare was probably the reason Trump got elected 
because he said, I'm going to reject it and I'm going to replace it. What, what he didn't suggest originally was he'd have trouble with the GOP to come up with a plan that would work. Mm -hmm. And so they've got to go do that. That's their homework assignment. It is, and I, that's exactly how it looks to me too, Barry. It'll be interesting. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.